What up, y'all? It is your boy Jesse, aka Jesse Prada, coming at you with the Christ Convo Podcast, inspiring you to live the best way you can for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Listen, I hope this blesses you. Without further ado, let's get into it. What is good, y'all? We are here at another episode on the Christ Convo podcast. And actually, what I'm doing for this podcast is a little different. It's an update, but I'm actually recording this right now on my phone because I know sometimes people like to see reactions and whatnot. So I'm going to upload it to my YouTube channel on Christ Convo on YouTube just to see you know, how y'all like it, because y'all told me on Instagram that y'all wanted me to do this, so here y'all go. Um, It has been a minute since I've been on here, y'all, like, what is going on to my peoples? Like, what's up with y'all? I actually moved, if y'all haven't been on Instagram, or if you haven't been paying attention to any of my social media, I actually moved from New York to Virginia um, for ministry purposes. And the Lord has been making a lot of provision, and he's been with me in this process. And it's just dope, y'all. But I'm here like DMV, bringing the yur down to the go-go music. You feel me? The um, what What is it? The bacon, egg, and cheese to the mambo sauce. I don't know. It's just different cultures because, you know, I'm from New York, but I'm not really from the city. So a lot of people who are from the city, they're like, no, nah, you can't even be talking like that for real, for real. Understood. Y'all can keep y'all rats. Nah, let me stop. So today, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be speaking the truth today. Like, <clears throat> a lot of people, they're, they, pray, they probably will not enjoy this episode as much because I am a full-out Christian, um, and I truly believe what the gospel says. So that's just not some parts, but it's all parts of what the Bible says, um, what the Bible says about God, about God's character. And so literally this topic is going to be on, this topic today is going to be on passive Christianity and God's judgment. And I mean, the reason why is because I was really just thinking about how society has really been painting this picture of Christianity, this God, I don't know which God this is, but they claim it's the Christian God, but it's not Um, because it doesn't align with his characteristics in the Bible. But, um, you know, all they talk about is love. And that's the thing. Yes, God is love, but they portray this love to be all, it it literally like it's paradise, Disneyland, like all these gentle feelings and happiness and peace and and prosperity and joy. And, And don't get me wrong, there are definitely, you know, those things and those moments that come with giving your life and devoting your heart to God. But you will suffer if you are a Christian. Jesus literally says in the word that he who wants to follow me must take up his cross and follow me, taking up his cross, carrying, you know, his own burden, working out his own salvation. When Jesus took up the cross, that was not convenient. That was not gentle. That was not fun at all. And so Christians, they, they've been talking about this a lot. They've been saying, you know, how much God loves you, how much he cares for you, how much mercy he has. Um, you know, he, he loves you. He, he has an identity. He has a purpose for you. And that is so true. But I'm going to tell you right now, hell is real. And the crazy part about this is with that statement, people get offended. 
people get offended and they get upset talking about Jesse, you don't need to be sitting here preaching or teaching about, you know, the wrath of God or pointing out people's sin and telling them to repent when, you know, you're not perfect yourself. And my response to that is um, in Matthew chapter seven, I forgot which verse, but that is there's this verse that says, like, you know, take the log out of your own eye before you judge the speck of flaw in somebody else. But the problem with this scripture, right, is let me find it. I'm going to continue to talk um, as I'm trying. But the problem with this scripture is that people, when it comes to the Bible, if you don't study the word for yourself, you will literally and naturally just read over the part um, that actually matters as well, just to read to the part that is most convenient to you and that you enjoy hearing. So it says... For with judge not that you be judged. For with that judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look a plank uh, and look a plank is in your eye. Hypocrite. First, remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So that was verse five, like the last verse that I read, where he was like, hypocrite, first remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. This is the part of this verse or these verses that nobody speaks on. They just speak on the, oh, judge not lest ye be judged. Whatever you measure will be measured back to you. But clearly in the Bible, it does say that if you're tripping and I'm not practicing the same thing, I have I am within my biblical rights to rebuke you because it says hypocrite. First, remove the plank from your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So then once you actually repent and turn and you put the lens of God on when it comes to dealing with a certain struggle, you now can say like, hey, this is not what God desires. This is against the word of God. For example, say if I were consistently masturbating and I used to do that. I don't do that anymore, but I used to. And there was a season in my life where I was masturbating and watching pornography and all that stuff. I go into that in my first, my very first podcast. If I were to be doing that, practicing this daily, and then going up to somebody who got exposed for watching porn and masturbating and say, you need to change your life. This is wrong. In this situation, this verse applies to me because I have not seen clearly what I am doing in that sin you see what i'm saying it has to do with being a hypocrite not actually confronting somebody based off of what they're doing being unbiblical if i'm not but now as a person who does not practice masturbation as a person who does not practice watching pornography i will tell you hey if you're watching pornography if you're masturbating you need to repent and you need to turn away from that sin because I now see clearly through the lens of God and the Bible that that is not what he desires for us to do. So this is not to say this does this verse does not people use this verse to say, oh, you shouldn't say anything because you're not perfect. No, that's not what this means. This verse means that once you see clearly, then you can say something. I just had to debunk that because people will use that in this world and say, only God can judge me. Only God can judge me. No, 
no, like I can't put you in heaven or hell, but I could definitely judge your actions and say that they are against the Bible if they are. And if I am not practicing them and if I have repented from that lifestyle as well. So with that, we are now in a place where people are talking about the convenience of God and how much he loves us and all this stuff. And they paint God to be this positive force and this genie that you could rub him the right way and get whatever you want. But I'm just like, there, there is consequences. There is a such thing as the wrath of God. As I said previously, hell is very real. And this is not to scare you or anything, but when even when we look at death, like even when we look at death, like let's just think about this. In regards to Kobe Bryant, right? Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I hope he knew the Lord and I, I, I hope he's with Jesus right now. But one thing that really stuck out to me in the news when people were saying like right before he died, he had just left church. And once again, a lot of y'all who especially love Kobe, you're going to be offended by this statement probably, but that does not mean he's with Jesus just because he went to church right before he died. There's plenty of people who went to church and are in hell. And this is the thing. I'm not saying that I know who they are, but it is a known fact. Like the Bible clearly says that there are going to be people who claim to have known Jesus. They don't know him and they will depart from the Lord for eternity. This is really not to scare anybody, but this is just the truth. And this is the part of Christianity that nobody wants to talk about. We just want to talk about God loves you. He wants to wrap his arms around you, but ain't nobody saying to repent. Nobody's saying to repent because the kingdom of heaven is at near. Nobody is saying that if you do not repent from your sins, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. But this is in the Bible. It's not just all about you know, what you feel. Christianity is not about feelings. Like this is a daily life, a daily sacrifice, a daily crucifying of your flesh. And so like you see how people equate going to church with being saved, equate going to church with knowing Jesus. I'm telling you right now, just because you go to church does not mean you know Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, plenty of folks went to church consistently and they are in hell right now. It's true. So with this, this correlates with Matthew chapter seven, verses 21 through 23. You feel me? Like, listen to it. It says, not everyone who sees not. I'm sorry. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my father in heaven, many will say to me on that day. And when he says on that day, he's talking about judgment day. When Jesus is bringing judgment, when God is bringing judgment, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? And we have done many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you practice of lawlessness. Now, the crazy part about all of this is they admitted he was Lord in the scripture. Like they said, yo, Lord, Lord, Lord. And Jesus is like, yo, I don't know you. Like, I never knew you. And you're practicing lawlessness in your lifestyle. Like, I believe holiness looks like something. I'm not going to, you're not saved by your works, but Jesus literally says, depart from me. You practice, you practice of you, you who practice lawlessness, lawlessness. Like, and as Christians, we need to be laying our life down and abiding for and abiding the commandments of God. And it's not to say that 
our works will save us. But that does not mean just because grace may abound more. Like the Bible says, shall we sin that grace may abound? Surely not. No, like repent. This is not to say that you are supposed to be perfect, but it is a daily sacrifice. There are those who sin because they're naturally, you know, as humans, that's just naturally what we do. But then there are those who literally intentionally sin and like just do whatever they want. And I just don't think that's okay. So with that, um, yeah, so it like even then it talks about how a lot of people say, oh, well, I go to church. I believe Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. This is this is another thing. There are so many people who say, I believe Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus Christ saved the world like I truly do. But the thing is, in James chapter 2, 19 and 20, it literally says, you believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, oh, foolish man, that faith without works is dead? And once again, I just need to clarify that I don't know who's going to go to heaven. I don't know who is going to go to hell. I don't know. But what I'm saying is hell is real. Heaven is real. And in the Bible, it is clearly shown that there are plenty of people who believe that they are going to heaven, but they're not. That there are plenty of people who believe that they are going to be with Jesus and that Jesus knows them and they have no idea who he is. And just as much as I'm speaking to y'all, I'm speaking to me as well, reminding me that just because I have all of these credentials, just because I go to church, just because I read the word, just because I prophesy and I can pray for a long time. I'm just like, at the end of the day, do you know Jesus? Are you one of his own? Are you truly living and are you truly devoted to him? That's the question. So, you know, we even have like, even how death is portrayed, like will, you know, people will um, bury and, you know, memorialize people. And I'm not saying like that's wrong. Like, of course, remember, like remember who these people are. But once again, and like this is a really touchy subject, but it's true. But we can sit here and we can memorialize the dead all day long. But if these people did not know Jesus Christ, if they were not devoted to Jesus Christ, if they did not live a life according to the will of the Father, which is in heaven, they are not with him. Just because you're a good person and just because everybody liked you does not mean that these people are in the kingdom of heaven. Even your mo like even our most favorite celebrities, we're just like, oh, what a blessing they were. They impacted the earth. They did so many things. They lifted my spirits. Great. If they didn't know Jesus, they are in hell. This is like this, like this is known fact. And so the reason why I'm speaking about this is because we really forgot, like you don't hear people talking about this because it makes people uncomfortable. Personally, for me, like at first I used to be scared about talking about the judgment of God, but it's just like if I was afraid of something, maybe something needed to be confronted in my life. This is not a fear tactic of me saying that, you know, um, that I know who's going to hell or I know who's going to be in heaven. I don't know. God is the only one who could truly judge the hearts of man. But what I'm saying is there is a such thing as God, God's judgment. And God's judgment will come upon this nation and will come upon this earth. And regardless on whether if we want to believe it or not, it is true. 
And so we need to talk about these things and we need to keep telling people to, you know, repent, repent from your sins, believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, abide by his commandments and live for him. But like we, 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 we've avoided that stuff. We've evaded that part of the gospel, but it's very real. And so like the gospel has come to a point where it's mainly just about our convenience and us feeling good and us getting what we want. But that's just not what it is. Like, that's not what it is. Yes, God can bless you with a mansion. He could bless you with a car. He could bless you with all that stuff. He can. That that's, Yes, God can do that. But also, he does require you to take up your cross. That may say, that may literally look like, oh, not being liked by anybody, not being the most popular, not being able to do everything that the world is doing, living a different lifestyle, having more enemies than you do friends. Like, it's not just about the nice things, the nice tangible things, uh, the things that your emotions are attracted to. This is literally a lifestyle. And so, you know, I, this is this is just what it is. And I'm just telling, I'm just putting this on the podcast for real because I just know that there are people who probably need to hear this. And, you know, I could lose followers. I could lose support. I don't really care. Like, I'm just telling y'all the truth. And the truth is hell is real. The truth is not everybody is going to heaven. The truth is going to church and being a nice person does not get you into heaven. Knowing Jesus Christ and living and abiding in the Father is what will get you to heaven. That's all that it is. But to sit here and say that just because somebody did all of these things and that they were raised in the church, no. Like in this scripture, people literally said to Jesus, Lord, Lord, and he said, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. I don't know you. I never knew you. And we don't want to be those people. And so once again, I believe the fear of the Lord is healthy. But the difference is, is people think being people think the fear of the Lord and being afraid of him are two are, are, are the same thing. No, they're not the same thing. The fear of the Lord, the definition of like fearing the Lord, the archaic definition of fear means to highly reverence and to highly respect, to approach with such humility and reverence for who he is to the point where you don't want to do anything that can displease him, that you don't want to do anything that can, you know, possibly make him upset or, you know, grieved. But being afraid of him is just like, oh, gosh, like, I'm scared. I don't want to talk to him. I'm afraid he's going to hurt me or smite me right here in my room. That's not healthy. But I do believe the fear of the Lord is a healthy fear and reverence to have of him. Because if you take away the fear of the Lord, you, like, I believe you'll just live however you want. And I just don't think that's the right way to go about it. Like, I think God does have standards in how he would like us to live. Now, once again... I'm not saying that I know how people are living. I'm not. I'm not saying I know anything about anybody. I don't know anything about any of y'all. I don't know where y'all gonna go. I don't know where y'all gonna be. But what I will say is when we die, we will end up in two places. We will end up with Jesus. We will end up with the Heavenly Father. We will end up in heaven or we will end up in hell. And I'm sorry, but that that's just that's just how it is. Um, and I mean, there's no need to be afraid. And I honestly would ask you, I would honestly ask you to be, um, very upfront with yourself 
that if somebody, if anybody starts talking about the wrath of God and the fact that hell exists, why would you be afraid? Like, if you, you know, if you truly know and you have confidence in your, because people would like, you could preach hell to me all day long. I'm not going to get shook. Like, because I know at the end of the day, I'm living for God and I'm going to heaven. And even then, there's plenty of people who say that and none of it is true. But at the end of the day, I'm not saying that for y'all to know that. I'm not saying that to make it known. But what I'm I'm saying that I know this for myself. We need to know this for ourselves. We don't we can't know everybody's salvation or, you know, the path that they're on or where they will end up for eternity. All we can know is for ourselves. We are responsible for our own souls. And, you know, the Bible says, choose whom choose on this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And, you know, I'm sorry that, um, you know, well, no, I'm not really sorry, but it's unfortunate that these type of messages are frowned upon and nobody wants to hear them because they are real. Also, before I continue, like my phone it just reached maximum storage. So I'm assuming that the video just won't be released. And I'm sorry about that, just to let y'all know. But we still got the podcast, so we chilling. But what I'm saying is we are now in a place to where I believe God is bringing up his prophetic messengers to not just speak about his love, to not just be. And another thing, too, is like just because he, just because his wrath is there doesn't mean he doesn't love you like god showed his wrath on plenty of people in the bible and it doesn't mean that it took away his love it's just that we consider love different than what he considers it we consider love based off of emotions based off of how we feel if god blesses me with a new car he loves me but if i lose everything then god doesn't love me when in actuality no he still loves you regardless but I mean, things may happen in life. And so in this case, like even then, I think we have to we have to change our outlook on what hell is like. Yes, it is this tormenting place. This is what I believe by hell. It is this tormenting place that will give you infinite suffering. That is what I believe hell is. However, beyond that, hell is literally just being absent from God. And so my question is, if people are out here living this short, quick life, on an average to like 70 to 75 years and God is not present. These people lived absent from God their whole entire life. So why would they want to be present with God for eternity? This is a question that you just need to ask yourself. I'm just telling y'all, ain't nobody, not everybody who died went to heaven and saw Jesus. Your, celeb, your favorite celebrities, I'm telling you right now, if they did not accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and they did not live for him, they are not with him. There are plenty of people who say, I believe in Jesus. There are plenty of people who say, I believe in the Lord, who will not see him, who will not dwell with him in eternity. Once again, I do not know who these people are, but the Bible makes it clearly known that these people do exist, that they will be confronted on judgment day. And so at the end of the day, the only reason why I'm bringing this message to y'all is because I love y'all. If you have not repented, I'm telling you and I'm begging you, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent from your sins. Be baptized. Confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Give your life to him. Be devoted to him. It will be the best decision you could ever make in your entire life. But, you know, the Bible says that people will preach messages like these. They will teach messages like these and people will turn away from it. 
because they want doctrine that itches their ears. They, they have a doctrine for itching ears, meaning they want to hear what makes them satisfied. And a lot of people, they're not going to be satisfied off of, you know, a young 20 year old black man on a podcast just talking about the wrath of God. Ain't nobody finna say like, oh, yay, the wrath of God. And I mean, I definitely don't say yay to it, but I know it's real and I know I can't run from it. Whether or not I choose to whether or not I choose to face it, it's still real. It's still going to happen. And the Bible still speaks of it. So if you claim to believe the Bible, but you shun the wrath of God and act as if it does not exist, I would ask you to seriously do some considering about what you truly feel about the Bible. Do you truly feel that the Bible is actually true? Um, like because it says what it says, or does it only apply to the parts of your life that you want it to? This is just the problem with passive and convenient Christianity. Nobody wants to sacrifice. Nobody wants to give anything up. It's just, God, give me what I want so I can feel good. And I want to feel nice in this life. We're so focused. We're so focused on what we could obtain from God in this life that we don't even recognize what we could obtain from him for eternity. And that's going to show up during that's going to show up during Judgment Day. It is. So with that being said, um, I love y'all. I'm glad that y'all listened to this. Um, and, you know, I know this was, I know this may have been a sensitive topic, but once again, it's real. If you don't know Jesus, give your life to him today. Um, and I just pray that the Lord leads you to repentance. If you have not repented, if you have not devoted your heart to the Lord, but be submitted, un, be submitted under Jesus because he will protect you. He will guide you. He will wash all of your sins away. He will be the best friend you ever had. But you have to give your life to him first. Um, so, yeah. That's all I got to say for this podcast. Y'all be blessed and stay safe. Peace. What up, y'all? I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you who has tuned in to the Christ Convo podcast today. Stay tuned for the next episode because I will be back. Be blessed.